Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast. Like, uh, I'm sitting in Melbourne, Australia, and on my screen in front of me, I've got Ian Stone. Ian, how are you? Hello, mate. How are you? Yes, I'm very good. It's the middle of the night for me. You've got a glass I'm of lunch. champagne there, haven't you? Yeah, I'm drinking champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I've, just, I've just done a gig and it actually went quite well. Oh, I thought <laughs> Damien <laughs> Harris. Damien Harris is here as Three, well. Damien, hello. Good evening. Good evening. Or good day. Good afternoon. Yeah. Good day. Just yeah. good day, mate. No worries. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to... Yeah, going to stereotypes, but yeah, you can't help it, can you? I thought you, you, know, you had the. I thought you had the champagne because we beat West Brom. <laughs> it's a delayed reaction. Oh, I totally enjoyed that. I tell you what, I could get into this, right? You just what winning easily. <laughs> I mean, I do. You know, I have to say, I do miss going to the pub with all you know, all my idiot friends. But is, <laughs> he means the other lot. Mate. Is, he yeah. means the other lot. It yeah. is. Yeah, not you two. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm talking, I'm, I, what I'm doing here is I'm talking about people behind their backs. Yeah. <laughs> I. I uh, what well, is weird? Turning the TV off and thinking, right, oh, go to bed then. Because <laughs> <laughs> the game, the game kicked off at two a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but the, the Emirates looks amazing on television, you know. And uh, right. you know, all the players amazing? who you think are a bit average look. Arteta looks awesome from you, upper tier. Are you sure? You're not, <laughs> have you not been playing FIFA? <laughs> yeah. I haven't played FIFA for years, mate. I haven't played FIFA since we were a hybrid. Oh, yeah. tell him. Oh, uh, Damien was playing FIFA. What was it? He calls Javinho Yao Kawaski. Yao Kawasi or something like that. That's his real name, apparently. Javinho. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Clive Tilsey calls him that on FIFA. Well, I never knew. Every time Javinho got the ball, he go, Yao Kwasi. And we go, me and me Alexander look at each other and go, who is that? Who's got the ball? So, That's yeah. right up there with Alex Dimitri's song. It is. Exactly. It, it is, actually, yes. If we can have a song for that, that'd be very nice. So who do you have, um, who's, what commentary do you get? Do you get Australian or? No, no, we get... Um... I don't know who it is. I don't, you know, I'm, you I don't English. really listen to it. But I think it's, the, I think it's Sky or something. I don't know who it is. Oh. It's, it, it, you get all the games on the red button on Saturday kickoffs, right? So you can watch any game, right? On the on the red button, and uh, and so I chose to watch the Arsenal. Oddly, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oddly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. It was good. It was very, very good. It was the first time this season I've turned up and I've not been worried. And after ten minutes, I thought, yeah, I was right not to be worried. We're quite good at the moment. They looked like they thought they were going to win, yeah. and they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was basically it. And I have to say, I think, you know, the championship's on. <laughs> it's back on. It's back on, yeah. <laughs> what a turnaround from Stone. <laughs> yeah, I love the way everyone's reassessing now. Like, you know, reassessing Jenkinson. He uh, looked Arteta. quite good. Jenkinson looked quite good. Yeah. Keith was sat in this seat a few weeks ago just going, he's not, he shouldn't be, he's not fit to play in this team. Now we're going, look at that crossing. Look yeah. at that crossing. And now Keith is saying, I was the one, I was the one who had faith in him. We're going, no, you didn't. I was the only oh, one. Oh, yeah, it was who apparently it was Damien who had faith, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't me, I've got to be honest, but he did put some Damien, great crosses in. Damien has previously had faith in Ibuwe as a future <laughs> world player of the year. Which is, I seem uh, to remember. Says <laughs> all we need to say. Optimistic in the extreme. Yeah. Well, I, I had faith in Almunia, so I really can't talk about this at all. I take the scattergun <laughs> approach to op- optimism. Just, yeah, be optimistic that everyone's going to be. I felt good. sorry for Almunia. Yeah. If we look saying. back at our history of optimism, we have reason. We all have reason to be ashamed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who was the one you chose? Who you thought? Oh, yes, he's a player. It wasn't Shemak, really was it? Remember. Wasn't Shemak? <laughs> wasn't Park? You I thought a... Carnu. I thought Carnu was going to take us places, you know, when, when Bergkamp wouldn't fly. 
Mm. And I became a Carnu devotee, and then he was such an in and out, couldn't be asked, lazy oh, yeah. sod. You yeah. know, he was the most gifted individual of his generation, and he just would not put a foot in or elbow anyone or get involved. No, yeah, he, he played football without. It didn't seem to. By the back, he was playing on the beach for fun, and he had so much talent. He could have been everything, you know. Yeah, and he just didn't really have the. But if you if you could have you know like you know I often say oh, I like I like to like the idea of blending players which I used to like when they were Charlie Nicholas plus Nic- Stuart Robson Nikolai Valuev <laughs> and Andre Arshavin I particularly remember yeah yeah that's it Nikolai Valuev and Andre Arshavin that's my dream football right but Carnu but and Flamini for me oh. was was going to be the ultimate right because Flamini runs and runs and gives everything and punches above his weight and Carnu's got more talent than Maradona and Messi put together <laughs> that is a statement isn't it yeah. that is a statement I think that's what's been a title of the podcast really. yeah it's, it's a stupid thing to say well, it's stupid. <laughs> I've overstated the case and in doing so I've undermined it how many, how many glasses have you had just by the way this is just, uh, ah. I've, had, I've had no actually this is only my third drink of the evening I've been at work been doing stand-up comedy to Australians. They really, you know, they're right up for it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't realise. They don't know what an idiot I am. They just think it's good comedy. It's, 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 it's working out well. Good, good. So you were happy. You enjoyed the game because we all enjoyed the game. Uh, really enjoyed the game. Yeah. I like the I like the whole eleven. I like the goalkeeper. I'm re- I mean, I'm getting into Corporal Jenkinson. I fear for him under fire, but you know, when they're crossing no man's land and the machine guns have already been taken out, he's <laughs> at the forefront. You know, but what you know, I wouldn't like man. to see him uh, against an enemy pillbox, <laughs> which was the situation at Old Trafford. Yeah, well, Nani, Nani's going to sent off, yeah. so he wouldn't be killed. Yeah, well, no, what I like there was a moment. There was a moment when uh, when they were walking, they were running back the halfway line after Walcott had been involved in the first goal. And Walcott Cotton Jenkinson were having a little chat and having a little laugh and you thought oh they've got you know they've got a bit of communication going that was quite nice to see really and I felt in fact the communication the whole team by the way I did get some abuse for saying that Ramsey's pass for the first goal was Sesc Fabregesque I think is the yeah, phrase. Well, it was a lovely boy. It was a really nice boy. But he's done he's a few this year. He's done a f- he has, yeah. but he's done a few this year, hasn't he? He's done... Uh, well, the Chelsea one. The Chelsea one for Jovino. Yeah. You know, he's, he's done a few, and I'm liking the way he's playing. Well, we had that oh, thing. Yeah. It, it was a number... He's 20, the kid. He's 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a, thing, be a fantastic player. Well, he's, he was bossing that midfield anyway, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, he was. Well, because they, they were very solid, West Brom, for... 50, when did we score? Twenty minutes was 20 it? Twenty minutes in, you know, and it, it took a bit of patience, and but no, it was it was that unlocking pass from Ramsey that. I did felt. you have any doubt though? I never had any doubt. Did you? I was sort of watching it, thinking they haven't got any. Forwards. They couldn't offer anything, could they? I mean, they've got Odin Wingy, and they've got yeah. Shane Long as having a good season. Play. They were both injured, yeah, so they yeah. were completely toothless. And and we had the Island battle. I had the man of the match. I love seeing him there. I love his influence on the team. I love his commitment. I like everything about the Island. I think wow. he's two players. So he, he's such an influence on the back four. Well, Koscielny yeah. looks, looks like a better player now. He was better last week with Mertesacker against Chelsea, and he's better again when he's got for Marlon next to him so I figure we got three centre-halves now it's, what, this is extraordinary isn't it because now abundance. we're at a point where we're thinking oh Mertesacker's unlucky to be dropped <laughs> or Koscielny's unlucky to be dropped yeah. we got, now we're looking at we got, oh we've got three <laughs> we've spent the last two years can anyone defend can yeah. anyone head it will anyone tackle can anyone pick up anyone at a set piece and now we've got a clean sheet against West Brom and we feel like we're the greatest defensive unit <laughs> since Jose Mourinho's <laughs> Chelsea team of 1995. Against the West Brom team without any no. forwards. Yeah, but 
2005. Well, I've yeah. had a decade. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Who already said that Carlos... I'm thinking of Blackburn Rovers, 1995. <laughs> yeah, they were quite a unit as well. But it's, I do... The time difference in the Southern Hemisphere is very confusing. I, I agree with you. I think that they, uh, they're looking solid. They look solid. You never felt that West Brom were going to score, and you just thought, this is all right, and it was all very relaxed. And yeah. I, I thought... Oh yeah, I remember what this used to feel like. We used to have this I've all the got, time. You know, I've been a bit. I'm looking at Arteta. He's a good footballer, obviously, and I and I've thought he's not as good as Fabregas. He's not as good as Fabregas, and you can't make that comparison, right? You just can't do it. And the fact is that he's better than Danielson by miles <laughs> and miles and miles. Oh, yeah, and, that's what we should and, do. And that's what he's. That's the guy he's replacing. And and we've, like we've got thinking. a nice field balance with Song and Ramsey and 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 Arteta, and Jack's we need it because we sold Fabregas. We got. Will should have come back. I mean, no one knows what's going to happen with DRB. I, all I saw was his latest injury, his hamstring. Where's that come from? It's been ankle for months. <laughs> and then when it says DRB, brackets, hamstring. <laughs> yeah. What? He's moving up. his hamstring while he was being treated for his ankle? What was he <laughs> getting up on the table for the ankle treatment? He did his hamstring? What's going on with the bloke? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he, a bit unlucky. He can't go out without bang his head or something or fall down the stairs. DRB, head. DRB, <laughs> shut his car door in his hand. DRB, hurt himself with the remote control. It's I don't know if we'll ever see him again. I used to think he was the great hope of midfield. He is, like, he is yeah. in the French. He's still in the French t- team, isn't he? He's, he's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. first choice of the French team when he's yeah. fit. So we know yeah, he's a talent. We know. <laughs> yeah, he's a talent. We know he's a talent, but you know we can't get him fit. Yeah. So we just need our boys to stay fit in the in the midfield at the moment. And uh, we well, might be all lot, right. There's a lot riding on those three guys, really, isn't there? Because without those three, until Jack comes back, and which will be like, as the saying goes, a new signing. Yep. Yeah, it'll be a new signing for the running when we're going. All that matters now, let's face it. All that matters now is we finish above Tottenham. That's all that matters. It's like the old days, I feel like I'm back <laughs> in my school again. days. It's all that matters. Like Man City have gone. They've disappeared over the horizon. They're gonna have a blip, mate. They're gonna have a blip. I'm a blip. They're gonna have a. All I want is them to lose, Ian, so they don't go the season yeah, yeah, unbeaten. Because yeah. no. I don't want these Arabs to buy our record. I do not <laughs> want the Arabs to buy our record. If they go 50 games unbeaten, I am going to murder someone, preferably the, the bloke who owns the club. I cannot <laughs> tolerate the fact that you can just buy football history like this, and that's what they're doing. And they could go the season unbeaten, and I will weep tears if they do that because it took us in years to build an extraordinary team who could go the season unbeaten, and they look like they might even do that. Now, please. QBR they went close. to Old Trafford, do you think they're going to lose there, surely? And they murdered Man United. QBR were close, though, mate. Honestly, I watched that. you watched the first half of that QBR game. And, yeah, uh, I and saw it till one all. Uh, honestly, yeah. QBR were right in it. They almost got a draw. They really pushed them. I mean, uh, Bothroyd hit the post. They were unlucky. I think I think Man City are beatable. I think without company, who was uh, who was suspended, they are not as good a team. Well, I think, I think someone will get them. Some, got, yeah, we're going to play them in five we, weeks' time. We're going to be a do, on yeah. a run of fourteen games in a row, unbeaten, and we'll because uh, we've got four games that are winnable <laughs> now. I'm I'm completely we, optimistic now. I've turned around. Absolutely. Are completely. we playing them at the Emirates? No, we're playing. We're playing them at uh, <laughs> Middle totally. East. Yeah. <laughs> You wanted, you wanted to put Arson into retirement. No, no, I felt, no. I, I never. I felt it. so bad for Arson. He looked so unhappy at Old Trafford that I felt like does he, he doesn't need to take this crap after <laughs> what he's done for the Arsenal. Yeah. He shouldn't have to take this rubbish, this shit in the press. And the, and the fact that he just stands there doggedly at his post, you know, with, you know, with foxholes all around him and trees on fire and it's pitch black because of the smoke. And you think, Arsene, please, please go in the bunker with everyone else. And he's, no, I'm absolutely standing here. I have confidence in these He boys. does have faith in the at, team. He's looking at Corporal Jenkinson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's he... the only man left who's got faith in him. And the kid turns out, you know, we know he's a trier, but he's got talent and pace and he's got... 
lungs and he can run and I, you know, he, only Arson can instill this belief in these these weird little blokes we've got in our school. Except for except for Shamak, who we can't instill belief in at all. Although interesting enough, if Shamak was playing with Jenkins and putting in the crosses he was putting in, yeah, I no, think no, Shamak would be getting goals. He so was, I, he was I, injured at the weekend, though, wasn't he? Shemak? He was injured. Yeah. He was in. He was injured. Yeah. Well, but, one of those convenient knocks. Well, yeah, all right. I mean, but I, I'm just saying that Jenkinson has got a great cross on him. He's really, really bends the ball at pace. Shamak could get on the end of that. Ah, uh, we like him. I like Santos too, even though he's clearly out of breath after five minutes because he's never run around so much in his life. What happens in Turkish football? Do they not run about? What goes on? Does both teams have a ball or something? He can't believe he's got to get the ball back. He had to run back. Like he was well out of puff. Dribbles. I like his, you know, when he took a free kick instead of Van Persie. Not a bad free kick. Not a bad free kick. Better than Walcott's oh, the other week. Favourite. <laughs> Ten yards over the bar. Robin Van Persie walked away from it and the commentator was going, oh, that's Robin Van Persie's walked away and I'm on the so free again. What are you doing? Van <laughs> Sorry, I can't you shout can't because shout. my children are asleep. But Van Persie, you've got Robin Van Persie. If you want a left footer, it was Santos on the wrong, must it was on the wrong side. extraordinary in training at London Colney with free kicks. It was on the wrong side though, wasn't it? That's the only reason we thought, oh yeah, it's on the, it's on the other side, so let him take it, even though he is a left footer as well. But it didn't make any sense. Arteta, thank God, finally didn't take one because if he <laughs> scores a goal direct from a free kick, I'm going to give £2,000 to some charity. <laughs> <laughs> I know he takes all the dead balls, and this is the moment when I do miss it. I like Arteta a lot. He's a terrific footballer, but Fabregas, how many assists in a season? How many times did he he make an assist and make it look easy and you took it for granted? And Arteta's never going to come near those numbers, is he? No. Every time there's a dead ball, I think, oh, he can't hit this. He can't deliver this. But why isn't Van Persie taking the free kicks? Why is he taking the corners? Why is Arteta on the ball all the time? (laughs) Why is he still taking the corners? Even though he can put in a good corner, but there's no one in there who's going to win a header is well, there really? maybe TV5 TV5 could come in now that, and he's going to get I mean he got a goal again as soon as he comes back he gets a goal and he goes, nearly missed great. one as well and got this a, is, uh, yeah he should have probably had another one from the header as well because Sheldon made a run forward it was absolutely fabulous he runs all the way up the pitch everyone's laughing go on Coz and, and Van Persie puts him in but he didn't quite make it yeah. and then he jumped back yeah it took him 15 minutes to get back <laughs> he did. I was very he pleased back <laughs> slowly slowly everyone clapping him we haven't quite got a song for him have we yet because no, we haven't got a song for anyone. No, the, the, the theme tune from the Lauren and Hardy films has been our only do it, did it, do that it, did it. That, it, it, no. it doesn't work unless the forgotten man of English football is playing. But of course, he never will play. Not for us. Play again. again, no, not for us. Sebastian, Sebastian, you should, I think you should leave. Uh, the wages are good. I'm staying. Him and Almunia, they're sharing a flat together, <laughs> making £2 million a month between them. They're playing yeah. each other at FIFA. I'm going to put my numbers up. I'm going to give myself maximum stamina. That's <laughs> what they're doing. Do you remember all the podcasts we used to talk about the goalkeeper as well? And now we just take it for granted. Chesney, Danny, well, he's so solid. We've got an actual goalkeeper. We this was an annoying thing about Almunia. And we didn't even ask for Peter Shilton. We weren't asking for Pat Jennings. We were <laughs> no. just asking for someone competent mm. who wasn't crazy and panicked the whole time as soon as the ball came in our half. Yeah. But I loved I love Chesney's confidence, and I like the fact that we got Sanya and Wilshire to come back. I like the fact that Vermeil is back. Of course, the elephant in the room, the thing we 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 dread, is the annual Robin Van Persie injury. That's the trouble. That's what everyone's, everyone's going saying. about the calendar year. The calendar year is scored ninety goals in five games this calendar year. Well, the the miracle of the calendar year is that he's nearly 
been fit for every week for the entire it? year. It's absolutely, yeah. it's absolutely amazing. But you know, he's due a run, isn't he? <laughs> That's what they well, say. He's due a run, but, he is also... run, but I watched the Marseille game, and he was on the bench. Arson left him on the. Arson always leaves him on the bench, brings him on if we need it, rather than start with him. George Graham was different. Wasn't he? George Graham was different in the '93 Cup final replay when Ian Wright we knew that Ian Wright only had an hour in him because yeah. he had a groin injury right so George Graham starts with Ian Wright he says Let's get going get the goals get the game won and, and seal it up it's a totally off. different philosophy I'm not saying it was right it was just different and, and, and Wright he scored a goal and he came off and it went to extra time and we were lucky to win it with Andy Linnigan's header in the last minute of extra time right? maybe maybe he should have kept Wrighty on the bench brought him on 20 minutes to go and he would have been fresh for extra time I don't know I, I, probably either way we'd have won the cup but it's a different policy Arsenal's policy is leave him on the bench bring him on if we need him but Park with the best will in the world he's playing against Marseille from the French League where he's just come from he ought to be comfortable they're very fierce and committed yeah, yeah. they were very quick quick team as well quick and, I, and, and they, he really, him and Jovino were both snuffed out. They obviously weren't bothered about them. They've seen them before. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I would have taken four points from the two games against them. So if we beat, you Dort- would. But I mean, the I thing know, I'm saying I is, know. we do not have anyone to stand in for Van Persie. You remember, we had this situation a couple of years ago but, when our Shavin was playing up front against Chelsea, and we were thinking, where are the strikers? Where are the strikers? He yeah. went out and got Shamak, and he went out and got Park. And I'm still thinking, where are the strikers? Where are the strikers? Yeah, the guy that Marseille have got, you know, that guy Ren. Me, he, there was talk about him coming, but we didn't get him. Yeah, he was very good. Park, but the thing is, Park has to have the game time because he played in the Carling Cup against Bolton, and suddenly he looked very, nice he goal. looked he looked good again. His first game in the Carling Cup, he was terrible. Do you remember when um, who was the Japanese bloke we signed and he came in a moto? In a moto, and his first Tong Ying Tong Ying Tong Ying Tong in a moto. Ying Tong Ying Tong Ying Tong Ying Tong Ying Tong in a moto. Yes, I do remember. Yeah, well, his his I remember his first ten minutes. It looked like he was a competition winner, and he it was terrible. Really? Yes, he he came on every time the ball came to him, he fell over. He couldn't touch the ball in diving competition. And Park looked like that in his first game in the Carling Cup against Shrewsbury. Oh, Alan was pretty scathing about Park. Well, yeah, but then his second game, he was, he was much better, and he <laughs> needs the time. He needs, you know, because like Shamak, if he gets a goal, time. if he gets a goal, he'll it, be well, a completely the thing different is, player. Though, at the moment, your comparisons, your reasons for f- having faith in Park are Inamoto and Shamak, <laughs> who are, let's face it, two of Arsene Wenger's transfer disasters. <laughs> so far. When you go back over the 15 years of Arsene, you yeah. would not put Inamoto and Shamak in his top 10 signings. No, no they are down there with era. stepping off. No, I'm just saying that they both need... <laughs> they are. They are Freddie Jungberg. Yeah. They both need that uh, bit of confidence. No, listen, Park, Park giving five or six games, I hope he doesn't get them, is the truth, because I'm really, I just want Robin to stay fit for the season. And I quite like, I think he does need a rest once in a while. You're not going to get 55 games he does out of him. Need a rest in, but what I'm saying, my point is, we must buy in January. I think and we I had agree. this in 2008, right? We had it in 2008. We should have won the league that year. And we got an injury to Van Persie and an injury to Rizitsky, and he didn't buy. And then as soon as the window shut, we had the Eduardo leg break, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and we were left without anyone to get the goals we only lost the league by four points yeah and that was, in contention that was the, league. the league this year but we are in contention to finish above Tottenham and get in the Champions League next season let's do it there must be someone lined up to bring in in January please we need a striker because neither of these kids are, are good enough yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. good enough but are, is somebody is somebody going to sign knowing they're not going to be in the team unless Van Persie gets injured 
I mean, I, you well, know, and also we need someone who's good enough to play in the Champions League who hasn't been playing in the Champions League. So uh, I'm saying there's probably limited. I know it's hard to get people, but I would take Kevin Doyle from Wolves. I would take somebody who's done something in the Premier League, who's a reliable striker, who you could have as a substitute. But, you know, I'd have Louis Saha from Everton for a couple of seasons. Or Kevin, somebody who's proven. Kevin Davis. Uh, <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Sean of I, I won't go as far as Kevin Davis or even <laughs> Johan Elmander, who's playing for Galatasaray. Is that where he is now? All right. But I'm very unconvinced by Schumacher on a free and part for 1.8 million. I love Lewis is such a Rolls Royce. We got it. You know, that position is not even actually, I think, Van Persie's best position. No, no, no. I think but he should be playing he, behind a striker. But then what about Walcott up front then? Maybe that's what he'd have to do. Put Walcott in that front position and go, do you know what, Theo? You're well, going to have to do what you do. But You've I been think... saying that for about the last... Well, I've been saying that for the last few years. Uh, but I... I like him up in that front position. So let him let him have a go. But I think that's what's working. I think one of the reasons why we're we are playing better is because we got Trevino and Walcott, and we've got that pace now. With Nasri and Fabregas, we were a bit slow and a bit ponderous, and we didn't have that speed and thrust down the wings. Yeah, we got some pace. I agree, but you know, and I think that was a night. I think that was one of his policies was that he would do that. You know, and then have Robin in the centre who could zip it out to either of But I agree with that. I think Robin's best position is the number 10 behind a big striker. But then that means you've got to drop one of um, Song, Arteta and Ramsey. It doesn't have to be a big striker. You know, it just has to be a good striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goal scorer. And and I don't see any evidence so far that he fancies Theo as as the point of attack. Uh, with our Shavin and Javinho or our Shavin and Rizitsky or whoever either side of Theo. He thinks his Theo as someone who can... And he is... Theo's absolutely... He's not a right-sided midfielder. If he no, was a 4-4-2, four, four, Theo's not your right-sided player, no, is he, right? No. Theo's not a centre-forward unless, unless he's got Bergkamp with him or something. So, so the way football's evolved and this 4 3 has become very fashionable again... Theo's perfect position is is on is on one of those wide positions up front. Yeah. You know, he should be grateful that those positions have, exist now because ten years ago they didn't. He'd have been a right winger and he'd have been hopeless. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's true that he can't be. He can't really beat someone unless it's for pace. He hasn't got the skill, has he? But he scares people, and I think what he scares he, us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but does. he scares. Theo's going to shoot again. Watch out, Rove F. <laughs> 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 but I did love his goal at Stamford Bridge, and oh, I do, I do like. Falling there are times when he's absolutely sublime, aren't there? And, all, and you're thinking with a young player, and he is still a young player. Gradually, the cock-ups are going to are going to fade away, and they he's going to consistently yet, deliver, as Van Persie has done. Van Persie is a perfect example. They get to 28. Arsenal's always said it, and that's when they're in their prime, and suddenly everything goes in. Every touch is perfect. How old they is never Theo now? He's 21. Theo's he? 22. 22. He's 22. Six, so six years. Talk, talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Six years. So, um, I'd know. I'd know. Things are looking better. They're definitely looking better. Our Shavin came on, made a difference as well. He's not first team now, though, is he? Th- that was the biggest groan of the day. Was uh, our Shavin a blind pass back to a West Bromwich Albion player? Though, wasn't yeah, it? you know, it happens. Yeah. Our Shavin's like that, but I still think he's got some something to do, and he can score ten, fifteen goals for us if he gets his head in the right place. I don't know where it is. But he's lost weight, though, isn't he? We noticed. Do you see that? We think he's lost a bit of weight, our Shavin. We don't. I don't know what well, it I is. Think, you know. You know what I think. I think he's fantastic talent, but I don't. I don't understand why it hasn't worked. And he's he not played play, play behind the, right the striker 10. as he was in the in the in the League Cup game against Bolton. He was played in the middle suddenly. And, and I, I mentioned it before. I went up to the Hawthorns a couple of years ago, and he played behind Bentner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and it, and the two of them were terrific together. Bender as a centre forward, him behind in the role that seems to be Aaron Ramsey's at the moment that used to be Fabregas's. If you have a pair of holders and then an advanced midfielder behind a striker, that and it was Al Shavin and, and Bender, and I thought these two were terrific together. They were obviously on the same wavelength. Al Shavin was taking all the dead balls. I don't know if he want, if he needs to be the main man in the team. I think there's a bit really of that express in there. himself. Yeah. Uh, maybe he is that with the with Zenit, and he was that with with Russia, and he's not. He's never been that at Arsenal, has he? Yeah, no, he needs a little bit of arm around the shoulder. You are the best player in the team. Oh, thank you, boss. And then he'll go out there. And he, he, show. Might, he might look at it and think, well, I'd like to play where Aaron Ramsey's playing. I'd like to play as the advanced midfield behind the striker I'm much more talented than Aaron Ramsey or indeed any Welsh footballer in the history of the <laughs> game why am I well, stuck on the left wing as an occasional substitute but in the your end attitude, it's to deliver isn't it it's the yeah. same thing with Bentner he, he, I'm sure he did think Shamak's getting picked ahead of me Shemak. well we all thought that I we am all... going no. to Sunderland <laughs> <laughs> that's how pissed I'm, off I I'm am so livid <laughs> I'm going to live in Sunderland yeah I am. My dad's just told me that Bayern Munich are not going to buy me, and neither is any sport in Lisbon or anybody else. So, nice. I'm going to show you, Arsene Wenger. I'm going to go and play for Steve Bruce in, let's face it, one of the grimmest towns in the the Northern Hemisphere. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's only really Blackburn down from that, isn't it? Really, after that. But I, I I miss Bentner a little bit, I have to say. I'd like to see him as a reserve to be bought on. You know, I think against Marseille... I'd have him perfect. ahead of Schmack and I've had him ahead of Park. Park to be but he's gone, mate. He's gone. He has gone. He's gone. So let's, we're going to have to draw up a shortlist now. There's this guy, Amori, a Maori, the Amore. Juventus Italy player, right. who played against us. He's a striker. Dean Natale, someone was he's saying. He's obviously out for grabs, right? So QPR want him. Fulham want him. Tottenham want him. He's going to come out in the January transfer window. Should we get someone short-term like that? Dean Natale, somebody was talking about, the uh, Udinese player. They're, he was 33. Udinese, by the way, who are top of the Italian league yeah. did you see that they yeah. lost one game he's, an, he's a what tremendous player I know and that was a very very good performance as it turns out we just uh, we left it on the pitch in Udinese because we didn't take it to Old Trafford four days later somebody out there for you so Alan was suddenly looking away then like there's one of the children's yeah. up uh, it, was my, it, it was actually my wife looking through the kitchen door <laughs> but she shut the door again you've been, oh, you've so. been too loud I don't know if I'm being too loud. I think I might have got a bit heated about the reserve centre forward position. <laughs> well, as as you can do. Uh, yeah. It's it's quarter past twelve here in Melbourne at night, and that doesn't wash as a reason to stay up shouting in the kitchen. <laughs> no, I suspect I suspect our one year old may be awake. Uh, <laughs> well, this could be terminated at some point fairly soon. You let us know. Uh, but yeah, two week uh, break, two week break, which is a shame in a sense because they're all firing now. But, you know, we get to watch uh, the racists play in uh, Spain against the, the team supported by the racists. So. How is John Terry in, in an England? What is going on over? What's it like in England? Because I've seen the YouTube footage of what he said to Anton Ferdinand, right? Yeah. I've heard that Chelsea supporters are being pursued by the police for the appalling abuse dished out to Anton Ferdinand. So Anton Ferdinand now is the, villain. Is, on the re- is the recipient of appalling abuse from an idiot who plays for Chelsea and then an appalling abuse from the even bigger idiots who follow Chelsea. Now he's become a hate 
victim. And I cannot understand what Anton Ferdinand has ever done to anyone. My favourite thing about Anton Ferdinand is Roy Keane saying, when he was oh, annoyed yeah. about United when they weren't doing very well and Chelsea were in the league, Roy Keane saying about Rio, he thinks he's the best centre-half in the world. He's not even the best centre-half in his own family. And I <laughs> think that's the funniest thing I've ever heard a footballer say. Fantastic. And I've always had a soft spot for Anton ever since, right? Yeah, yeah. He's never said, done it. all he does is play centre-half and does his best, right? He's now, I don't, I've never heard anyone say a bad word about Anton Ferdinand. He's obviously a good footballer. He's playing in the Premier League. Why is he getting so much shit? Chelsea supporters obviously are vermin. They're utter horrible. vermin. They're horrible. We know this. I've spent my life going over at Stamford Bridge. I remember looking across there and seeing the forest of arms, sea kiling all the way through a game. The NF outside the ground. I remember all this. The scutter, scum of the earth they were, Chelsea. And then they might have, they might, maybe they've reinvented themselves now, but they're still there, those blokes. I know what they're like. I know what the place is like. And that's why they revere Terry. That's how Terry can be the captain of that club in a way that he can never be the captain of Arsenal. Yeah, that's but why, why England? It's virtually the only club I can think of where Terry could be the captain, even though his behaviour has been appalling on and off the field for year after year after year. There he is at the World Cup coming out and making himself out to be the leader of the team, undermining the yeah. captain. That's, that's the person he is. Yeah. Right? Utter scum. And he's still still gets picked for England. Well, he's captain. The only solution to this, in my mind, is he gets removed from the squad and Anton Ferdinand gets a run out against Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the only sense of that. An all-black team. An all-black team is what we need. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think that would work work perfectly well. The thing is, well, uh, Capello was saying he's not been proven guilty yet because the investigation is still ongoing. Yeah, but the the investigation, hang on a minute, the investigation is essentially watching that tape again and again just to see if he's blind or black. Well, I, don't, I can't. Capello, Capello can't get YouTube. Obviously, he's sixty. What is he? He's probably not even online. A bloke. <laughs> he can't Fabio understand English Capello anyway. At Yahoo. That's his email address. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Listen, we all seen what Terry said to Ferdinand. And the worst thing about Terry is he can't even hold his hands up and say, I'm so ashamed of myself. I'm embarrassed by what I said. It but came he's not embarrassed. He he's not embarrassed. He tries to make out that it was some other circumstance and that him and Anton were fine with it afterwards. And Anton Ferdinand's going, actually, that didn't happen. So on top of being a racist, abusive idiot, he's a liar. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is no shock to anyone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As if we didn't know. It's embarrassing it to think that you've got to go. I love England, right? You know, I go to the tournaments and I support England. And I want England to do well, and I'm a suck of a disappointment, like you know, like any Scottish supporter. Lucky you are, like. really, yeah. And uh, and and yeah, I have to go along and cheer this bloke. I know. Come on, I know. I'm gonna have eleven Spurs players in the team. Would you really? But there's, but there's, <laughs> yeah, let's have Michael Dawson and Ledley King out there. Yeah. Neither of them have ever offended anyone. They just defend. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I there's, but there's the Suarez and Park incident as well, which is still unsettled. No, Evra. Yeah. Evra, sorry. I mean, Evra, if anyone yeah. deserves racist abuse, it's Evra. But uh, <laughs> no, I still don't. Evra has been such a dickhead ever since he came to England. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah. that Suarez, Suarez comes from Europe. He's got right? previous. He's got previous <laughs> Suarez as well. Yeah, he's got previous. But so's John oh, Terry. I... So's John Terry. So anyway, no, at the moment the inquiry is ongoing. So uh, we'll let you know. So he's in the England squad. You know, is, yeah. it, being, is it in and in Australia? How are they taking it in Australia? <laughs> is he some sort of heroic? Figure? Quite well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not suggesting that there's any. Uh... 
<laughs> no one, I tell you what, mate. No one gives a shit about football in Australia. No, no really? Don't. No. No, uh, it's Aussie rules. I mean, I'm in Victoria, so it's Aussie rules. Oh, it it's is. the only thing they care about. They don't want to talk to you about cricket. If you mention the cricket Oddly to enough. them, they say, oh, well, when are you coming down here again? You're, you're ripe for a slacking next time you come. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, didn't we win? Um, two years' time, we're playing you again. But can we not talk about the most recent games? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's gone now, right? They okay. happen. They were some accident of history. Yeah. Um, but no, they're not interested in it. And in fact, I was at this comedy club I was at tonight. One of the comedians did a very funny routine about the, the, the ludicrous situation where Australia bid for the World Cup. Well, they don't have a credible league. No one gives a shit about the sport. Yeah, well, if and the national team's never it. done anything, why are they holding that? And then they were still indignant about not being given the right to stage it. Although, having said that, as you were, I'm sure we're about to say, they would have done a better job than Qatar. Yeah, yes. quite. Of course, of course. In slightly, <laughs> slightly better conditions to play football in. But, you know. I, know, yeah, I still can't believe that has actually to happened. Go to a tournament in too, yeah. It's half the size of Wales, isn't it? But probably got a better football team. <laughs> Every, why is everything always compared to the size? Because, of Wales? because Wales is a really good handy size. Disaster, <laughs> there's disaster covered the country the size of Wales. Always. It's disaster size, isn't it, Wales? So, Queensland was flooded. An area the size of Wales has been flooded. <laughs> Even when it's the other side of the world, they still use Wales as their template for disaster. <laughs> you know, it's a sort of manageable size in your head, isn't it? You go, oh, yeah, Wales size, yeah. I've gone from Cardiff to Swansea in a long. You can sort of get that in your head. Oh, that's a lot of, that's a big area. Yeah. That so. Really nice yeah. So, yeah, go on. What? Well, you anyway, speaking? anyway, we're, we're, uh, we're on for two weeks and I'm, I'm, I'm missing it now because I'm already thinking I want to see the next game. We've got Norwich away. We were going to go to Norwich, going? weren't we? Well, I was going to go, but I've got to do uh, Wrighty's radio show in the afternoon. So I got I can't oh. get back in time. Don't start right, with me. you're right. He's a total bitch, aren't you? You want to go to Norwich? You want to go to Delia's? Have the meal? Have I do. The day. Yeah, but I was hoping you There's were going to come. Brown Carrow Road. We've got a good chance of three points, even though they are playing well. It's going to be yeah. a good game, and all you want to do is hang around with Wrighty. <laughs> He's my mate. Up his sack yeah. it. Sack <laughs> it off. Say him, he should be broadcasting live from every Arsenal game if he's he's such a gooner. Well, listen, I'll do I, do you know what? It finishes at half two, so I might actually be able to make it. I mean I'm sort of looking into it, thinking, can I get back from Carrow Road to the centre of Twelve forty five kickoff. Yeah. What time's that over there <laughs> for you? Oh, who knows? Oh, it's yep. ridiculous. That I'm actually quite handy for you to, to watch that one. So we got yeah, but you have got to get a Delia's uh, restaurant. That's the idea. That's what you yes, were talking about. Yes. Well, it's interesting. Swansea and Norwich both come up and playing very good football. Did you see um, Swansea drew at Anfield nil nil? I saw the result. I didn't see any of the action. I was delighted because a resurgent Liverpool under Dan Gleish to me is like having cancer. <laughs> and I'm, I'm. Uh, and the, and, the, and the stronger they get, the worse the illness gets for me, and I cannot tolerate it. And I still remember, I still remember going there in '91 when Merson scored and Dalglish resigned soon afterwards. Oh, and, we, and we and George Graham did topple that evil empire, and I, and I was very pleased for that. And to see him back on the touchline, yeah. that cheesy little Scottish bastard <laughs> with his elbow and his diving and his moaning at the referee. And I know he was the well, you know the greatest forward of his generation, but oh my god. God, he was an evil little shit. Well, so, like, yeah, I'm, ple- I'm pleased to see them dropping points yeah. to promoted teams. I mean, that is not going to go down. My mate, you know, my mate Greg was a scout. Well, this is it, yeah. He's going to not, he's not going to like me saying this, but 
they've emerged as rivals to us again. So we can no longer have jocular, friendly banter about how we both hate Man United and Chelsea. No, guess what? We hate Liverpool. <laughs> and in a way, that feels good. And right. the floodgates. And it's, it's necessary for me to feel that way. Yeah. And it's necessary for me to feel that if we don't finish above Tottenham, I may as well top myself. And, it, and these feelings are returning. And I feel like football maybe is returning to some sort of equilibrium. The only little thing that isn't right in all that Man is City. Manchester City at <laughs> top of the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. We've gone back to 1969. It's like Scotland winning the European Championships. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, they can't really buy it, though, can they, Scott? Scotland. There's nothing no, they can do about that. Can't do that. Can yeah. an Arab take over a country and make their national? <laughs> well, they're trying it with Qatar, aren't Possibly, they? Yeah. So you know, like... <laughs> please, can they buy up the England national team? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, get some nat- naturalised Brazilians. I've been saying that for a while. Get them over. Build build the stadiums in Qatar. Oh, yeah. Were we talking about Qatar or uh, I was Scotland? I was thinking uh, England. I was thinking oh, right. just give us anyone but John Terry. Shaving. Uh, pubic hair on vaginas when you said naturalised Brazilians but <laughs> <laughs> the comedy club I've worked in tonight is usually a burlesque club so I'm, I'm a bit preoccupied with female nudity at the moment <laughs> well I'm, I'm, I'm glad to bring you back down to earth do you want yeah. us to take a, hey. a few clothes off here uh, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> no. Last week, Ian was in, uh, no, sorry. Last week, Keith was in ENC and he was wearing a T-shirt and he said it's a bit hot and started to roll the sleeves up with his T-shirt. Yeah, you know when he does that. Yeah, yeah. It's There's a very no Keith thing. Of shouting at him that will make him stop. He just keeps rolling them up until he vomit. <laughs> I've still got that. One of my favourite pictures is outside the Allwin. And Keith's sort of showing his guns with the T-shirt up, and you are yeah. just about to vomit. It is one of my favourite His guns, photos. which are, you know, in uh, in Tom and Jerry, when the dog would suddenly be in it, and, he would, and they would, he'd have a think bubble and he'd have a giant ham. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Keith's guns are like. They're just white, rounded flesh. <laughs> I feel a bit unwell talking about it. How did we get on to this? You started it. You did start it, actually. It's all on me. You're quite right. right. When are England playing? Saturday and Tuesday, am I right? Is it Saturday? Uh, yeah, Saturday and then Tuesday. Saturday, Spain, Tuesday, Tuesday Sweden. No one gives a shit about that game, do they? No, They'll never I, feel... I don't think Barcelona... I don't think... There's something about the Barcelona players not actually playing Did you well. see the Spain, the, the midfielders they picked in that Spain team? Xavi, Xavi, Alonso, Mata... Iniesta, Fabregas, I mean, they're silver. <laughs> they're quite good. Are we going to get a result think, against them? Do you think any of them would get an England team? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. Not with Fat Frank. Now, yeah. listen, right, just before we sign off, um, I don't think that Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain should be in the full squad. I think it's too soon, and I've seen him play for the Arsenal a couple of times, and he's a fantastic talent, right, but he does go in and out of games because he doesn't have the nous yet. He's 17. And I don't think it's fair to throw him in there. And I think it's enough of a jump to play for the under-21s. Yeah. Yep. He's obviously the best player at the under-21s, so they want to rush him forward. They rush Theo forward, and then they shat all over him at the 2010 World Cup when he was good enough for England for four years after it. For six weeks, he wasn't good enough, and then he was back in the squad immediately after. I don't want to see that happen to another one of our kids, right? You have I a don't point. think he should be in the full squad, Oxlade-Chamberlain. I think if you want a wide player, Aaron Lennon apparently scored a goal for Spurs at the weekend. Play him. Pick him. We know he's crap, right? He's never going to be a good player for England. But just don't take one of our kids and mess his head up. Leave him alone. Let him play for the under-21s. He's going to have 
pierce his Neanderthal mutterings in his ear for an afternoon. It will make him realise that Arson is the greatest man he's ever met. He'll come back to our club, probably get another hat trick, and that'll all help us. But going into the England squad, maybe getting 10 minutes against Sweden and having wall-to-wall press coverage about being the great hope for, for the Euro 2012, yeah, I think he's all yeah. wrong. He does seem like a very level-headed boy, and they are thinking about him for the Euros, aren't they? I mean, they are thinking about it. And Michael Owen was 17 when he got into the England team, so it's not unheard of for a kid to do very, very well for England. No, it isn't unheard of, but leave him alone, the bloke. You know, (laughs) how's Joe Cole getting on at Lille? Can he not have another cap? Leave him alone. Apparently not. (laughs) I don't don't get it. I I get it that, you know, in the past, we've always taken people to tournaments, right? We took Shearer to Euro 92, and when we needed a goal in the last game when we were losing to Sweden, Graham Taylor, in a moment of genius, took off Lineker, didn't put on Shearer, or Ian Wright, who he'd left at home yeah. and ended up with Alan Smith and David Platt as his front two. So Shearer sat on the bench. His his experience of a tournament, getting him ready for the, when he was, it was that. And then we took Rio, didn't we, to some other tournament, World Cup or something, and he, he didn't play. And then we took Theo to 2006. There's always one carried who, you, who gets the experience. Well, now it's turned out that the one who gets carried for the experience gets all the shit. Yeah. And that's mm. what happened to Theo. Yeah. I don't want Chamberlain to be the one who gets carried to the Euro 2012 and then we have a spate of injuries and suddenly he gets all the shit I, I, I can't, you know, I just think you should take 23 grown-ups to a European tournament who, are, who can go out there and compete and try and win it and leave our kid alone, let him play for the always. I like his, uh, his ability, he's a very very good but, player and I also like the fact that when you're 17, you, surely... You're not that nervous at tournaments. I, th- I think he could do pretty well. Yeah, but, but I get what you're saying. I mean, he might mess him up, but I don't know. But he was in and out. Even against Shrewsbury, he was in and out yeah, to yeah, the yeah. second half. Yeah. Well, the Bolton game. But also that he, he that defending side, he wasn't very good on that. And there was that corner... Yeah, but you bring him on for 15 minutes. He's a school Bring him on for 15... Yeah, but you bring him on for 15 minutes. He can change a game. He's got pace. He's frightening, really. I mean, he's obviously... Can he change a game? Can he change a game against Italy? (laughs) Well, yeah, but... This is what we're talking about, Ian, right? We're not talking about Shrewsbury. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about Italy or yeah. someone, Germany yeah. or someone. It's too much to ask of him. And if England are looking at a 17-year-old boy who's just starting, it's a sad indictment, to use a cliche, but it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm, I'm disappointed to hear all this. People get rushed forward, and I don't think it's fair. It happened to Jack Rodwell as well at Everton. It's happening to Phil Jones at the moment at Man United. He's a very good player, but he's not a world beater. It's too much. Too much pressure put on them when they're young, you know? And, and then all the foreign players outshine them every week in the Premiership. And as soon as you get half-decent English teenagers, suddenly the world wants him to go and beat all of Europe on his own, like some sort of Roy the Rovers cartoon. Rodwell, Chamberlain and Jones. They're all <laughs> under 12, but they will beat <laughs> Europe. See ya, plucky lads. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah. They're not ready. Yeah. They're not ready, are they? Look, you, you're at your peak at 28. Look at Van Persie. Van Persie no, looks I, I such a... It's, com- not, it's not necessary. Van Persie, leave him his, alone. his touch at the moment is just sublime. Every time he gets the ball, he, he controls it away from the defender and suddenly he's in space. And it's just a pleasure to watch him at the moment. Just I, fantastic. Yeah. I hope he... Is he in... I hope Arson makes up a little knock for him for the next two weeks. What, for the Holland games? Yeah. Well... You know, it'd be nice. Hopefully, he'll be making up his own knock after what happened with him when, against Italy that time. So, Damien, just before we sign off, you have always been—you're you, uh, uh, a lover of Dennis. You were Dennis's biggest fan. Yep. 
Yeah. And you were a lover of Sesk, who took over the mantle, you know, two of the greatest players in the history of our club. Yeah. Who are you loving, mate? Who are you loving at the moment at the Arsenal? <sighs> well, Robin, but I, I, I mean, it's, it's Jack that I'm finding missing. But playing FIFA this Jack, week with Jack. Jack, with Jack, and you go, oh, God, just think this should have been his season. He's even on the cover this of it. This will be his season, just not yet. There's well, there's season. a rumour that he could be out for the, the whole year. Well, where'd you hear that? Is there really? It was um, it, it was on the. Oh well, sorry. I just read a tweet yesterday saying good news about me X-ray. So that doesn't sound right. Like, it doesn't sound like that. Well, that I know. What, I know it will get shot down. <laughs> I know it will get. Well, I've just you, shot it down. Yeah, well, it was saying. on. It was on Pop Bitch. Oh well, yeah, I knew. <laughs> sorry, Pop Bitch. <laughs> Is that a? Fu- oh dear. Okay. I hold my hands up. But no. I, okay. But they would know, wouldn't they? They're in the blooming Damien. Yeah, Damien. Never podcast me again. <laughs> I knew that would get. Hey, listen, oh. listen, lads. It's been a pleasure. I'll see you soon, Tom. All right, Cheerio, Tom. Bye. Bye.